What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early early break, full show ahead, one day till game day, Nebraska, Illinois, the first home game in like a month here in Lincoln. Sip, it's been since the first day of October, I believe, right, October 1st, when they played here last? Well, I just happened to have a schedule in Thank front you, of me. Thank you, that's very helpful. It is the first home game since October 1 against Indiana. See, I know, a, I know some things. That was a 35-21 victory in which the NU defense held... Indiana scoreless in the second half. Um, that was a good day. <laughs> it was a good day. We had day. a punt block for a touchdown by him. Malcolm Hardsog scored that day. That was kind of fun. You suit up that day? We? <laughs> yeah, we did. We were uh, <laughs> we were bench warmers as usual over there. <laughs> Cheering on the team. All right, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are things? You were around the state yesterday yep. doing some speeches? Yep. Any idle chit-chat you have with anybody out there? Well, let me think about that one. Yeah, there is. Um, Fremont, Fremont over the noon hour at the Legion Club. Um, that's always fun. The Fremont crowd's always fun. And then Omaha Holy Ghost mm. last night. I was sandwiched. It's a tough gig because Bill Bush was last week. You know how. Tough to follow old, old yeah. Bill. <laughs> it is. Come on, old Bill's- Bill. Old Bill. Old, old Bill. <laughs> O-L? No, I didn't say D. O-L. Yeah. Apostrophe. A shout out to Andrew, who who uh, who said he loves the show. He's an Omaha person who listens to it every day. I've always appreciated that. a boy, that, Andrew. a lot of options in Omaha. Um, so thank you, Andrew. Um, and all, to everybody, that yeah, whole, the Holy Ghost crowd's always... I mean, that thing has been going for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. And Davison, Matt Davison will be their speaker this coming Thursday. They give you a, 
they serve you dinner. What'd you have last night? Well, they give you a heart attack burger, and it has sausage. You know, with it, it has a hamburger, yep, yep. bacon, sausage, sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also known as sausage, <laughs> sausage, <laughs> sausage. All right, that's a new and one. an egg and an egg, sausage. And it was hey, it, what does sausage taste like? <laughs> Stop, sausage, <laughs> sausage. Um, yes, think about that on a bun, on a hamburger bun. All of that, I couldn't eat it all, but it was good. It was like it, it's it's good for for me for a few bites, you know, um, with some sausage. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So Sounds that was tasty. Fun. Yeah, great, burger. I would I would think that a heart attack burger would have like gravy on it. No, it didn't have gravy. Well, I would think so. It got, that's it, my. Vi- if you asked me, hey Jake, if if you had to describe a heart attack burger, <laughs> I would say bacon. I might even say sausage, but I'd add gravy to that thing. Gravy. Would Maybe I, there is gravy. Would on I it. eat that? Probably not. It's possible there's gravy, but great. You'd have to be careful with gravy because it would soak up the bun. Like the egg yolk got all over me. Yeah. When I took yeah, a bite, do it. The, the, splattered. No, it just it got all over my hand. Did I you mean, lick it? I, Please tell me you licked the hand. I probably did. You did. You wild animal. I. <laughs> I am a wild animal. Hey, so we, that was fun. We got a guy Kent's already doing his own roll call on the text line. So that I guess, is amazing. So I guess we'll do that. We'll, we'll join you. That is amazing. We'll join you, Kent. Do it. Four, what, six, what did he four. say? He, he, say? He, says, he says, roll call, Kent, 58 years old. I'm on an airplane taking off for Nashville. All right. 58, he's in my age range. Well, since Kent has started it off, roll call, 402-464-5685, your name, where you're listening from, and if you like to, your age. I've got to think that people, are, are, people are into this. This is a big game, and you know what? You have a good topic to get into it. This is a big one, 230. Yes, at tomorrow. The, at the stadium. Um, and it's Dusty, excuse me, yeah, it's Dusty Dvorak as the analyst. Dave Pash is play-by-play, and Luganbill's on the sideline. How about that? Luganbill in town. Yes. Um, he'll so, go on Sirius Radio on Sunday morning and talk about the game. So you can listen. <laughs> what am I steering people to other stations? No, you can listen to our station. <laughs> yeah. maybe catch that maybe on a podcast. <laughs> right, possibly. right, right. How do that. that. Catch Luganbill on Tuesday on a podcast. Um, but yeah, that um, I uh, this is big. I mean, come on, we're playing meaningful football. Yes, go ahead. On that note, my question is this for you guys: four zero two four six four five six eight five. It seems like tomorrow's game can cause an overreaction on both sides of the spectrum. How can we keep ourselves in check? Let's let's go through the positive first. Let's, let's say expand. Nebraska. Let's say Nebraska wins this football game. You will have people saying, that's it. Stop the search. It's Mickey. Everyone else can bite it. Me. Eat dust. I don't know if they'll say that. But, uh. The answer is Mickey. No matter what happens right. the rest of the season, that's an overreaction. Because it what is. happens to the final four games if they lose all four games and they get blown out somehow? Right. No, You're going to regret saying that yeah. the search ended. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Would you? After the Illinois game. Would you? I don't know. I think you might. I don't know. Go ahead. What's the okay. alternative? The alternative is if, if they lose, and if they lose by 10 points or more, people say, well, well, hang on, hold the phone. Maybe Mickey's not the answer. Let's move on to somebody else. We're in overreaction season. Every single day, every single game, 
is going to cause a stir in the fan base of either positivity or negative negativity, but it's going to be very uncomfortable, I think, the next month, right? Um, or fun. Well, it, but a combination of both. I think it's more fun if Nebraska's winning. You ask the question. It seems like tomorrow's game can cause overreaction on, on both sides of the spectrum. How can we keep ourselves in check? Now, the two thoughts that come to mind for me is not everybody will overreact. You know that. There'll be people that are reasonable. Well, they, you won't hear from them, but they'll be reasonable. And they'll be the boring people at the breakfast table mm-hmm. at a uh, local store sitting around and hashing it out. They'll be the boring one. They'll be saying, I can't overreact. Oh, fun. Um, that's real fun. Um. But not. But they'll be reasonable people. It it can be a fun discussion. I'm and no, you can't really, Jake. College football is about overreaction. It is. That's well, what sport, it's, sports. Sports in yeah. general. That's what it is. Because we're fanatics. Yeah. That's, yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't. But can you be responsible in your fanaticism? Yes, fanaticism. Mm-hmm. Um, can we be on this show? We typically aren't. <laughs> Can the media be? I think I think the media core here has kept itself in check as it applies to Mickey. The, the criticism that I get on how I'm handling it is you don't know anything about the search, so you just write about Mickey. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a, probably a good way to put it. I don't know that I want to know about the search. We've covered that. And Mickey is in the chair. It's informative to people, ADs all over the country. That's one part of it that's informative. There's a lot about this that's informative. But whoever you put in that chair during a protracted search that is secretive, that should be secretive and is secretive, using an outside entity to help you keep it secretive, the person in the chair is going to get a lot of coverage and a lot of attention. It is. I, I have learned a lot from this. Mickey is in the chair, and he happens to be doing well, and he happens to have a sort of charisma, and lead, and he has, happens to have leadership qualities. Will we overreact to an Illinois win? Here's a question I might ask you. Maybe we would, is it possible we would underreact? If he beats Illinois, if he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, Mickey, he, Mickey wouldn't the team. he wouldn't appreciate us putting it that way. If Nebraska would beat Illinois under Mickey's direction, he would stamp himself as the number one candidate. Okay. Yes. Yes. But it, but then there's four games to go. I know. That's my that's my case. But do for we do this? But do we? I know. Do we do this week to week? Now yeah. we tend to do it with yeah. other coaches, right? We do it with other coaches. Sure oh, Aranda lost oh, this week out. off. Matt Campbell out. Yeah. Lance Leipold lost two in a row. Still, gone. Yeah. Still gone. See ya. Not fair. So if we do is it that to, fair? Uh, no. Would you rule out Belichick right now because you're not having a good season? Yes. Or would you look at it as a? Or would you look? Bill at Belichick a, is not a candidate w- for this. Would job. you look at his in, entire body of work? Why don't we do that with other people? Because we are fanatics. We're irrational people. Right. There's no rationality in in sports. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to be crazy. So if Mickey engineers a win over Illinois with. 52-year-old Brett Bielema operating at the top of his game with a top-20 team that has, is more structurally sound than Nebraska, more systematically sound than Nebraska. 
I think their talent's better than Nebraska. That's hard to that's hard to hear. It is though. I I ask Chris. Well, you won't. But Baznet last year when we were I've told you this when we were in Champaign, watched warmups both teams. We I had picked Nebraska to win that game like everybody else in Champaign last August August of 2021. August of 2021, we were walking up to the press box after watching warm-ups and I said Illinois is better Illinois is a better team more talent bigger last year in Champaign yeah bigger bigger um more athletic I mean I was I I always am struck by it because we think of Illinois as like a the weaker sister nope not now they're they were they were definitely equipped to beat Nebraska and then we hear Jerry DiNardo on t- Tuesday tell us that not only not only did they have more talent that the Big Ten crew identified that they were better prepared when they saw their practice, both teams practice in August. Remember what he said? Yeah. He said, we walked away saying, Illinois is going to beat Nebraska for and sure. And he was right. They were more game ready. He was right. Yeah. So now, now go back, now fast forward to Saturday. If, if Mickey Joseph leads Nebraska's program to a win against all of that, yeah. Okay, I'm not saying you hand him the job, but you stamp him as the favorite. He, yeah, that no doubt about that. There, that's not an overreaction either. If if Mickey wins the job, I mean, wins the game, there is no doubt he should be the leader in the clubhouse. Right now, there are people driving to work that that are pissed, and they probably just turned the station. Why? Because a lot of people are not. They think we're getting swept up in this. No, but I. But if those people would pause for a second and collect their thoughts. Wouldn't it make sense that if Nebraska were to beat Illinois as of right now, as of Saturday, hmm. Mickey should be the leader in the clubhouse? Not saying it's it's signed and delivered, signed, sealed, delivered, Mm-mm. and he's done. But with four games to go, he has he's in the driver's seat at that. Okay, point. now this is where we have to check ourselves. How, how, would, how could they push back on that? Well, here's how. I'll give you a how. In what that, if what if Urban Meyer has assured Trev Alberts that he'll take the job? Well, do we, we don't then know. Who's, we then don't, who's the, that's a hypothetical we don't know. Well, but then, I'm looking at things I know right now. Yeah, if Mickey well, wins, it feels like well, he should be the We don't know favorite. any candidate, so of course he's the favorite. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's how we have to operate. Well, then he show. doesn't have to beat Illinois. <laughs> he's the favorite. He's the favorite. He could go to Let's Valentino's go during the game and not even show up and be the favorite under our circumstances that we don't know who, who else is. Right. Why weren't you coaching the game? I was hungry. <laughs> hungry. You're still the favorite. The buffet. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> see, Odds are see, still in your favor. See, my the friend. thing is, I don't. This is well, this is where the conversations get a little wild. Yep. I mean, what if what if there's a there's a an agreement, a you know secret agreement, I guess, with Urban Meyer. And, we, I don't know why I'm going down this road. I'm, I don't know of anything like that. I've not heard of anything like that. Um, but we don't know what is what Trev has. Or doesn't have behind the scenes. So again, it's informative. The focus is on Mickey because Mickey's in the chair, and that and for if if only for that reason. Now, now you could say this, and this would be accurate. If Mickey were own four right now instead of two and two, he we wouldn't be talking about him, right? No, we would not. If they would have they lost to Rutgers and Indiana. and got blown out by Purdue. Like just we like, thought could happen. We're just saying, well, who's who's the coach? It's not him. Yep. He might be on staff, but he's not going to be the coach. We, you know what? We'd be we'd be limping through this show. 
Because there would be nothing to talk about on October 29th. Well, there wouldn't be anything positive is the problem. Uh-uh. We'd be saying, well, let's just end the season once again, get through it, find a way. Instead, it's October. It's going to be October 29th tomorrow, and they're playing a, a game at 2.30 on ABC that means a lot. N- not just in terms of this coaching search. They could put themselves in the West conversation. Right, right. If they win, they, they have a legitimate chance to win the West. Now, you expect a loss to Michigan in, you know, in a couple weeks on the road, but let's say you beat Minnesota next week after you beat Illinois tomorrow. Uh-huh. Then, yeah, even with the loss to Michigan, you're thinking, why can't we beat Wisconsin and Iowa to potentially win this division? Yeah, so, and Illinois still has to play so Michigan. that's the thing. You're, you're right now, although it, it's, it, it might be unlikely, you have a chance. There's potential for it there mm-hmm. instead of just sulking in another crap season. And then the bowl game becomes a very real possibility, ending the bowl streak, talking about a bowl game in December. Now, wouldn't that be fun? It would be fun. I mean, so this is big. I hope that – I think that the scene around the stadium will be reflected, be reflective of the magnitude of this game. It feels big for the program. It, it's big for Mickey. Yeah, and it feels just well, and then because of that, it's big for the program. It has big picture ramifications. We we have a huge couple, picture ramifications. We have a couple people. By the way, I didn't I didn't finish off who was in the roll call. We had a pe- guy in North Carolina listening today, Chattanooga, Florida. Wow, God, that's beautiful. Uh, Burr, Nebraska. You know where that's at? Yeah, I, yes, Burr? I do. It's right down Highway Two toward Nebraska City. It is Burr is. Yeah. That's where, that's where uh, oh, our, Dean Steinkuhler's from. Mitten, Arkansas, listening. Hey, now hold on. Dean Steinkuhler's from Burr, the Burr Oak. I did a, when his boys were playing here, I went to meet him in his shop in Burr. Dean. Nice. Yeah. How big is Burr? Burr is small. Dean is big. <laughs> um, Tyler in Dallas, Sledge in Carolina, Joe in Boulder. Jeremiah in South Carolina, Greg in Indy. Thank you, guys. Tom at Woodland Hills. Anybody in? Oh, Woodland Hills. <clears throat> a lot of Lincoln listeners, too. Okay. So, a couple people are are uh, trying to cool our jets yes. here. Yes. And that's important. Yes. So, I want to read a couple of these. <clears throat> this one's from Dexter. I'll name Dexter. says, I don't know why anyone thinks Nebraska wins this game. The offensive line is awful. We won't be able to run the ball. Casey will be getting killed. The defense can't stop the run. Illinois has a great running game. Illinois forty-five, Nebraska ten. Oh God, that would be that would suck. Good morning. <laughs> he hasn't had his coffee yet. Well, yeah. or she hasn't had it. Is it is he it, or she? I don't yeah. unnamed texture. Okay. Okay. Now Doc chimed in also. D O C K is with us. Has he been with us? A lot of texts. Okay. He's got about six texts so far this morning. Hi, Doc. Okay, a couple texts here. He's saying in general regarding Mickey so far, says, I don't see how 2-2 two and two is considered going well when the defense has given up over 600 yards in both losses. How is all of a sudden a win over Illinois a guarantee lock as being the head coach in Nebraska? That is, that is the overreaction that this fan base has a problem with. Well, they're ranked 17th. They're, they're, they're a team that... Looks no, he's saying that the, the in the other losses you've you've given up 600 yards in both of them, okay. Oklahoma and Purdue. And this Illinois game just erases all that and says it's forgiven. You're the you're the coach. That's that's why he's saying that's the overreaction he gets pissed off at. Huh. Well, here's my reaction to that, Doc. Is Mickey didn't create this mess; he inherited it. That's okay, fine. right? Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't have any hand in this creating this defense he's trying to be a fixer 
and he's trying to patch this all together on the fly. No, I don't think you can judge him that way. Now, what Doc could say is, oh, so you, you don't judge him on losses, but you judge him on wins. Is that what we're doing? You give him credit for the wins, and then when they lose, say, well, he wasn't part of the mess. That's fair. That would be a fair. Well, Doc follows up with this. A couple texts. I'll read these. These are, these are good texts, so I'll read them from D-O-C-K, Doc. If Mickey beats Illinois, that will be a one, one win over a West Division opponent, and that's all it takes to be the head coach in Nebraska. Where have all the standards gone? Doc, he's held to think about Doc. Think about where Nebraska was after the Georgia Southern game. Think about how horrific Doc. Think about horrific that night was. And I don't know what was going through your mind exactly, but what was going through my mind was they may not win another game, right? Isn't that isn't that? Oh what you, God, yeah. I mean, come on. The, the defense was atrocious. The offense was fine that game. But yeah, that's the fair question. That and was. Then, and then Oklahoma happened. And how? Now think about that. It was eleven a.m. kickoff. Think about that afternoon and how bleak it felt as Oklahoma just did what they wanted. Could have did. Yeah, did, could have put seventy plus on Nebraska. What did you think at that point? This season sucks. Morzik's. Well, what, I, what can we do? We were thinking historically bad down the stretch. Yes, and we and I would always have thoughts about November. Like, what what are they going to do in November? Well, you and I, I remember on the pregame show, we picked Indiana to beat Nebraska because why shouldn't you? What right. what gave you a belief that Nebraska should win that football game? Right. We knew they could if they played good football, but they had been doing that. <clears throat> so that's why we said both of us. Indiana until Nebraska proves otherwise. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious if Doc picked in Indiana. I don't know if he did or not. Now, if Doc picked Indiana, you can't belittle the loss. You can't pick Nebraska to lose, and then when they win, say, I was just Indiana. Nope. Um, Doesn't work like that. No. Um, so, come on. I mean, I think... You, you, you can... I think Doc's being reasonable. And I, and I listen, I... Jake, I get a lot. I get a lot. I saw them. You saw cookies? Yes, I saw that look. There's some cookies over there some. that will be devoured during the commercial break, I believe. Mark Onweiler's yep, he cookies. He brought some monster cookies oh, over God. there. Oh, boy. Oh, God. In the spirit of Halloween, monster cookies. Doc, I get a lot of pushback on my columns that, are, that show a modicum of support, even just a modicum of support for Mickey. A lot of pushback on our message board on Husker Online. There's a lot of people that are not are not here's a, here's what's interesting to me. There's a lot of people on like the on our message board that push back hard on the notion of Mickey being the head coach. But man, when I go talk, like I go talk in Fremont. Now that Fremont crowd was not as you could tell they were when I was talking about this subject, some of the people were casting a wary eye. Like, uh are you sure this is, you know, you're speaking pretty kindly of or you're 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 getting pretty swept up in this Mickey thing. I thought at Holy Ghost in Omaha, people were, were were really receptive to it. But still, there are people that that are, you know what? There's a lot of people that are very reasonable and down the middle and not overreacting. There are. I think you, we got to give more credit to the fan base sometimes. The adults in the room are still, you can tell when you start talking about what could happen if they win? There's still a little hesitancy. Like, look, we can't go overboard on this. We got this hire has to. It has to be the right person for sure. Are you sure about all this? 
You know, it's like that. Mm-hmm. I, we don't. And then how are you ever sure? That's the thing. You I, aren't. We, we've been proven wrong time and time again. Well, it's all over the country. You see, yeah, it. it's not just here. It's everywhere. No, it's it's Jimbo Fisher's going to pay a lot of money to suck right now. Jimbo is the most relevant example and the most stark example right now. Jimbo Fisher is in his fifth year at A and M, and he's yeah, you know, I don't know, he's making ten million a year. I think yep. he got he has an eighty five million dollar buyout, but. Forget all that. Forget the money. When he got hired there, what'd you think? Oh, yeah, they got the guy. Good hire. They got the guy. I bet A&M thought we got the guy. Mm. Hasn't worked out like that. Not really. Nope. Um, there's, I mean, we talked about it yesterday, but Jim Harbaugh. Did we talk about this yesterday? Jim Harbaugh in year six threw a two and four during the pandemic. Nearly got fired. Nearly got fired. He, it didn't seem like he was the guy until he was. And that was year six. Would we wait six years now here? I don't think so. Uh-huh. Well, the thing with Harbaugh, to, to be fair to him, is he was he, he never missed a bowl game. That's true. Well, he threw a two and four during but the pandemic. Still, but anyone, anyone could go to a bowl game still. True. He still went to a bowl yeah, game. Yeah, true. He didn't, he didn't go three and nine. Right. He didn't go four and eight. He didn't go five and right. seven. The point is, you're right. You're so right, and I'm glad you said that. You don't know. That's the scary thing. It's the scary thing and the beautiful thing. I don't want to guarantee. It's no fun, right? No, I, I don't think, want to guarantee. I think Nebraska fans might take a guarantee. I don't want right a guarantee now for what has been a train wreck of the last seven. No. Guarantees years. aren't. Uh-uh. I don't want it. But it, what's happened here? It does illustrate that there's that there is no guarantees, and it's and it's very difficult to get the train rolling in the right direction. I think we have a phone call here. Did it. If we, uh, if you can hear us, did it? What? Get it. What was that? If you can hear us, you're on early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. It's Derek in a car. Can oh, you hear me? Derek, yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Hi, Derek. Lima Charlie. Okay, I love that. Oh. Yeah, um, a win over Illinois on Saturday. I mean, I, it's probably not as comparative as Jesus healing the blind man from the Bible, but pretty darn (laughs) close. Um, Given all that we know about the, the player personnel that he inherited, you know, the, the doom and gloom perhaps that hung over the program for that two week period after uh, coach Frost was let go. Um, But this is where I'm, I guess where I come from on an unofficial polling of workplace, uh, employees, coworkers, etc. Okay, okay. It's about eighty-five like percent of the people that really want Mickey to be the next coach. My concern about uh, back up a second. If if they're able to pull off a win against Illinois, what would what damage could be done by Trev naming Mickey the coach immediately, giving him a three-year contract? You know, assistants only get two-year contracts anyway, um, but. Because here's the important part of it, guys. Recruiting. And if you can name Mickey, the head coach now moving forward, that's going to open up a whole lot of possibilities for recruiting and recruits to feel comfortable that there is a little bit of stability back into the program. Mm -hmm. And so my concern is that, you know, if we drag this thing out, we get bowl eligible. Yeah, and I, I trust Trev Alberts either way. I, I don't have a problem, but he's got one hell of a decision that he's going to have to make. And I'm just wondering if he can get out in front of it, if because 
that win on Saturday that we're all looking for, if it materializes, you could beat a top 25 program, you know, what would be the harm in giving him a three-year contract and, and allowing him to express or better express his vision for what the future looks like with him at the helm? That's, I guess, where I'm coming from on that. It, it helps recruiting more than anything, doesn't okay. it? I thank think. You, thank you, Derek. A um, couple thoughts on Derek's phone call. Thank you, Derek. I don't know that Mickey would take, would accept a three-year contract. His agent would say, what do you mean three years? Three. No. Come on. I, I don't know that he would accept those terms. Would you Would you accept those terms? I, don't, I, don't I would know. not what, accept What coach those. is taking a three-year contract? I'm not taking a three-year contract. It's usually contract. at least five, right? At right. least five. Now, to his broader to point, five. just name Mickey now. Um, I, I mean – yeah, his point is for recruiting. You know, yeah. to, to save this class still for the, that's going to sign in December, the mm-hmm. early signing period, December. Uh-huh. If you want to save that and say, "Hey, we got our guy," you know, don't don't go crazy about Nebraska. You know, stay committed and and join us. Now, to his point about Trev and given his saying, "I trust Trev." Now, don't don't take this wrong, Derek, or or you, or anybody listening. Why do you trust him? What 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 track record suggests that that what, why do you just throw your trust in? I, see, I'm done with that. I don't I don't distrust Trev, but why would I say he's got this? What evidence is there that you suggests don't, you don't he's have got any it? evidence? Right. So I'm done throwing my trust into Nebraska leaders just because because they're there. Right. We trust Trev. I trust Trev because what? Because what? He's never been in this situation. And I've seen him bo- I've seen ADs botch these things bad. I of course botched it bad. I trust Sean. Why? Just because he's in that chair? No. I'm not doing that anymore. There's been a lot of bad decisions made by ADs right. across the country. Well, I mean Steve Here. Peterson wrecked the program and I bet a lot of people say I trust Steve. Yeah, because he was never Why? Old. Just because he was in the chair? Because why do you trust Trev? That's my why. I'm not saying I distrust him, but I'd like to see some proof before I say I trust somebody. That's, that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Uh, Doc says again, if if Nebraska hires Mickey as head coach, then it, it is officially experiment you at Nebraska. Oof. Okay. I mean, is he wrong? He's not wrong. I mean, it, it would be an experiment. Jeez. I don't, no. You're, you're putting it that way. I don't know that I would say that. An experiment? Uh-uh. I mean, would you say, yeah, I mean, I would say he's learning on the job. Yep. I would say that. It'd be another. Does learning on the job get you over the hump against Ohio State? Bob Stoops learned on the job. He did. Now, again, there, there are many, a, a few examples. Tom Dob- Osborne. Dabo Swinney learned on the job. Tom Osborne learned on the job. Did, yeah, and... and Barry Switzer, it worked learned, out Barry Switzer learned on the job. Is that the norm, or are those outliers, exceptions to the rule? <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, before I get to break, a couple more people. to. I, I want to get let people know where people are listening from, Sip. Okay, we got people listening from uh, Montana, Miller and Mike in Colorado, Chance in Funk, Nebraska, which are over by Holdridge, which, by the way, great place over there called the Speakeasy down in Sacramento near Holdridge. Really? Check it out. Awesome yeah. restaurant. Wow, so, like, really? Went there uh, last Saturday. Steak? So, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God, that sounds good. The speakeasy okay. in between Funk and Holdridge in a little town called Sacramento. Okay. You'd never heard of it because it's unincorporated. Thank you. 
Um, and then we got oh, also on, the, on on video today. Got a lot of people watching here. Zip got people watching in uh, Minnesota, Topeka, Kansas. I love Topeka. Topeka, Kansas. Uh, we got Greg in Houston, Texas. Kevin in Torrington, Wyoming. This is amazing. <laughs> We're all over the place. This is amazing. Thank you guys. We appreciate. It. Brown in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You guys are great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks to everybody. So yeah, that was a good discussion. It was a good discussion, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Yeah, Doc had a lot of points there. Doc yeah, is not. Points. Doc does not want Mickey to be hired as head coach. He's reasonable. It's a it, you can have a reasonable. Reasonable people can disagree. Doc, when we come back. Well, have okay, you ever heard that one? Doc, text in who your, who's your top two right now, Doc. Doc, if you don't want Mickey, who is it? I want two guys, not five, two. Okay. okay. When we come back, though, we'll, we'll address that and take a peek at this week's not Nebraska and Illinois games in the Big Ten Conference. Next on Early Break on the Ticket. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every Every time you buy gas, use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 